0: Good morning, and Happy New Year. Y'all haven't been in church all year. It's about time you got here. Now, I'm glad you're here. It's a new year, and I hope you've had a great Christmas and a great New Year's, and uh, glad that you're with us today. I am going to introduce our speaker, but first let me share just a few things that you will want to know about, some things coming up. First, a big thank you to everyone who helped with our Outreach to the Homeless uh, last weekend over the Christmas holiday, so many of you uh, gave of your resources, gave of your time, uh, uh, delivering the meals, uh, registering our guests, and Checking them out, driving the bus. Uh, Shirley Oakley and an amazing volunteer army put together a uh, lunch last week. Uh, Barrett spoke last Sunday here for worship while several of us were getting ready for that uh, lunch and um, the afternoon worship. And just thank you. I was concerned, I will tell you, um, you know, every time we get the numbers, you know, we helped. I think it was a total of uh, 31 families, including 20 children. I think that many are homeless uh, Follow-up from last year, um, there were two families after our outreach that we were able to give them the resources and connections, and they were able to get permanent housing uh, after last year. So keep praying for that effort, that good will, will come for these families in a difficult time. Uh, I was concerned, though, even about like even the funding. Some of you were generous last year, and we'd given so much. Um, several had already sponsored children for Hope for the Holidays. Um uh, We gave thousands of dollars for the tornado victims in Kentucky, uh, but you gave even more this year uh, for the homeless. I think the last number is just over $9,000, so thank you for that, Um, just so much good, and it's a joy that we get to partner with Carmack for that, too. So there's another sweetness to all of that. I also want to share this. Today, small group Bible studies. If you've got a bulletin, you see the insert there is the study guide. That will not be based on the lesson today. Instead, there are six questions about the new year. So I encourage you to connect with your group. If you're not in a group, it's not too late to join. Uh, see Chris Burton or any elder or, or minister will gladly connect you with that. Even if you're not part of a group, grab that little um, uh, set of questions, and that would be a nice way for you to start the new year. Next Sunday, January 9th, we got a special message, a special challenge, and you're going to want to be here for that. So I want to encourage you with that. Today, our special guest is T. Abraham Lincoln uh, and his daughter, Patricia. Now, our connection, many of you know this already, but if you don't, I want to kind of bring you up to speed. Our connection with this family is through Bill and Lola Margaret Hall. Uh, Many of you know the Halls have had a uh, heart for India for decades. And in fact, for I think it was uh, about six years, they would spend half the year in India and then half the year uh, in the U.S. just helping that work there. Uh, Abe's daughter Patricia uh, has completed her undergraduate degree in India and she has been accepted to the University of Memphis. So what brought them to the states, he is, can you imagine this, taking your daughter to college in another country? Uh, and I told her she's a brave young lady, but hey, she's going to do great. Um, but so he's here to help her get situated uh, and then also to to visit with us and some other congregations while he's here. I want to show you just a few pictures so that we can grasp a little bit about what's going on in Elaru, India and how the Lord is working. Look at this first slide. You might recall the efforts to help build a new church building. This is the outside of the building. They're the one side and the inside shots. On the other, the outside is completed. We hope the inside can be finished in about four to six months. Uh, The next slide shows the congregation. Look how packed they are. Do you think they need a new building? Uh, I I think so. Now, look at this next one and see that little circle. One of these is not like the other. And yet, she's just like them in so many ways. And the next slide, West 7th has been a big supporter of the School of Evangelism for about 15 years. Uh, And uh, they do so much good training other ministers how to share the gospel. And then they go out into their villages, their towns, their areas, and share Jesus. And then the next slide, maybe the most touching part of what God is doing is caring for the orphaned children. Uh, do such a phenomenal job and there are several of you who are sponsoring these children and so thank you for that and I pray you'll continue to do that and others you may be inspired to say I can do that this year so uh, talk to um, them about that opportunity and this next one is a picture of Abe and his family I asked Abraham Lincoln I said what do we call you Do we call you Abraham? Do you call you Lincoln? Do we call you president? I mean, what do we call you, right? Um, Abe is what he said. So let's call him Abe. This is a picture of his family, a beautiful family. God is doing amazing things through them. Uh, I have a missionary friend in India. I've been to India before. I have my heart is there also. They do so much with so little. I have never seen missionaries be more resourceful. Uh, They can take time and money and energy and do so much with it. And um, Abe is just so inspirational. His energy, his dedication, his heart, almost beyond description. Uh, So you're going to be blessed that uh, you're here today, that we get to hear from him. He's going to speak for us in worship, and then uh, we'll have our coffee fellowship, and you can visit with him there personally. And then he's going to share a special mission report for all of the adult classes we're going to meet here in the auditorium. So, Abe, if you'll come on up, I want to say a prayer, uh, and then we'll let him bring the word to all of us. Our God and Father in heaven, just... The fact that Abe and Patricia are here is an answered prayer. It takes so many logistics from a visa to uh, flight arrangements to all the other just logistical details. And all of that went without a hitch. And today Abe is standing with us and we're so grateful. God, I thank you for the way that you work through him and his family and all of those in Elaru, India to share the good news of Jesus, to care for these orphan children, to train others to share Jesus. And Father, we're grateful that we as a congregation can play even a small role in the great things that are happening there. Father, I pray that you'll bless Abe as he's with us, bless Patricia as she embarks on this challenge of uh, uh, this graduate degree, that all will go well. Father, help him as he travels to visit with other congregations. Uh, We pray for their safety. We pray for their health. But especially now, we pray for you to speak through your servant Abe. It's through Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you, sir. I'm so overwhelmed for the welcome that you have given to me. I'm very very much grateful to God to be here in your great country once again to worship with you the first Sunday of 2022, along with my daughter Patricia, yes, my name is really Abraham Lincoln, I'm wearing it since 58 years. I'm thankful to Brother Randy for uh, introducing me to you, it's a great privilege. And blessing to me, I bring Happy New Year and prosperous New Year wishes from Central Church of Christ and sister congregations in Eluru and surrounding congregations in Andhra Pradesh, India. We had given warm reception by Brother Bill Hall and Sister Lola Margaret Hall We are enjoying their wonderful fellowship and their hospitality. We are very so so grateful for your invitation letter so that I could be able to be here. We want to thank for your uh, great love and financial support for the India School of Evangelism for the past 15 years and your support for Agape children, and especially for the church building construction in Eluru, which I will give you a detailed report during the class time. Today our subject is, why is the gospel so special? Gospel is the transforming power of God To save man from a sinner to a saint. Without the gospel of Christ, I would not be able to be here in front of you. God's plan to redeem man from his sins has been declared at the beginning in the Garden of Eden. in Genesis chapter 3 verse 15. Romans 1.16, it says, Paul says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. What is the gospel, anyway? It is good news. It is glad tidings. Evangelion in Greek which is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ that's what we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 3. Men could, not, men could not get rid of his sin problem by himself. So God's great love and mercy toward man, he laid the penalty for sin on his son Jesus Christ so that we all could be redeemed from sin and be saved to lead a transformed life. Because we know the scriptures, Romans chapter 3, 23, that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ that what we read in Romans chapter 6, verse 23. God has sent his Son to die on our behalf on the cross of Calvary for our justification and reconciliation with God through the blood of Jesus Christ. We are transformed by the exemplary life of Jesus and his teachings. After we are buried with him in baptism, there we contact the saving blood of Jesus. The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, that's what we read in Romans chapter 6, verse 5 and 6. It is God's plan because we are His creation, we need to follow His creation His his plan. Jesus said in Mark chapter 16, 15 and 16: Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And he, he said, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned, shall be condemned. So it is our responsibility to proclaim the gospel to every creature as his disciples. The teachings of Jesus Christ is nothing but the teaching, is nothing but the New Testament. The New Testament itself is the gospel of Jesus Christ. God preached the gospel to the people of the Old Testament and they have obeyed the gospel and of course they have the reward. That is what we read in John chapter 15, John chapter 3 verse 17. Gospel is the truth and Jesus said in John chapter 17, 17. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. It can change or motivate and transform anyone who would obey the gospel. But the gospel should be preached to every creature. How could... One can hear the gospel of Jesus. Romans chapter 10, verse 17, it says, by the hearing of the word of God, one could be able to know about Jesus Christ. They would be able to know and believe in Christ. So that is why Paul says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, Because it has the power to save anyone on the face of the earth. So those who believe the Jesus, I mean the Jews first and the Greek gospel is so simple, it is not complicated. Perhaps many philosophers and many intellectuals they ask, you know, why God made it so simple. It would have, it could, he could have made it complicated. But it is not like that. The gospel is simple. It can save any educated and uneducated or even tribal people in India or any other parts of the country. So through Jesus Christ... He will preserve our heavenly reward if we obey the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because Romans chapter 1 verse 17 says, The righteousness of God is revealed that we grow from faith to faith, which means faith and works should go together. Faith to faith in the means, which means in word and deed. That is very essential. We tend to transform by the world activities or attractions. But Paul says in Romans chapter 12 verse 2, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So God has showed us his perfect will which is in the New Testament. He showed back in the Old Testament. They have followed and some have stumbled and uh, in fact the Old Testament shows about the coming of the Messiah. The perfect mind of God is shown in the life of Jesus Christ which is the gospel that what we have Accepted. There are many examples in the Bible of people who transformed by the power of the gospel. Galatians chapter three, one, verse three and fourteen, it speaks about Saul of Tharsus, His previous life as a as a as a very strict person of the law of Moses, but Saul was. Transformed with the, to be the great Apostle Paul, and he wrote many epistles in the New Testament. And Mary Magdalene was transformed from an immoral life to an acceptable, to a faithful follower of Jesus Christ. And the Philippian jailer was transformed. From a would be suicide to a baptized believer with his whole household. Timothy was transformed from a childhood to be a gospel teacher or preacher by the teachings of his mother and grandmother. We all know all these things. We are all transformed every day you know, as we take the scriptures into us as we motivate in our lives and share the love with us, definitely the word has the power. It will change our lives. I was raised in a Christian family, as you know that I have explained to you some seven years ago in 2015. I was baptized when I was 13 years old. And I had the privilege to translate at the age of 14. The privileges came, in fact, I was forced to do that because there were uh, very few translators. Of course, the missionaries are many, but very few people could uh, communicate with them and translate for them. So I was forced to do that, even though I did not have gone for an English medium school, I studied in a Telugu medium school, but I had a passion on English language since from my childhood, and that has helped me to translate for Brother Marshall Matlock. He was a major in military. I worked with him for three years when I was 14 years old, starting. I was very timid and bashful person, but I learn to face challenges because Jesus is my role model. So I want to follow Jesus, I pull chariot, gospel chariot. I have the picture, I don't have, uh, I didn't bring bring it here, but I'll show it to you later. I pull the gospel chariot in Hyderabad city every day 15 miles which is not suitable for an young man of those days but with a fellow brother Joseph whom I have converted him he is older than me and he helped me in pulling the gospel chariot and we carried Bibles and tracts and other Christian literature we used to Place the gospel chariot at government offices during their lunch time, so that the people could come. And so we hand over uh, literature to the Muslims and Hindus, like that. Through that, through that uh, project, we have uh, gained some souls. So we distributed thousands of Bibles during that time. Maybe I was. Sixteen years, as I told you, I was inspired by the dedication and sermons given by Brother J.C. Bailey, who is from Canada. And in fact, he made his trip in 1962, and he he traveled all the villages. During those days, we had very attached sheds, not even having carts. So he adjusted, he even slept on the floor, on a mat. So those things ring in my mind. That has inspired my life. And uh, as I wanted to follow Jesus Christ, because He is my role model, and Paul, Paul has also followed Jesus. So viewing all these things, Brother Charles Scott's Sermons are also inspired me. So I had the word, I had the blessing of working with with them, and I used to hold youth meetings regularly. Whenever Brother Charles Scott comes, or during his absence also, had the privilege to translate for Americans and also for missionaries who have come from Australia. We converted and baptized thousands of people. And when I got married and moved with my wife Mary Rachel to Yeluru, then I acquainted Brother Bill Hall in 2001. We had a very intimate fellowship with him, even though it was a, a couple of weeks period I have learned a lot of things. At that time, I grabbed, in fact, I requested him to give all his lessons. So, I copied them and I kept in my office. By that time, I told him, I want to make it a book. I wanted to translate this and keep it in a Telugu version. That time, I, tried, I promised him in 2000. One, Brother Bill Hall, when he came to India, we had twelve, 12 children in the Agape home. We started uh, India School of Preaching in School of Evangelism in 2003. So. The the gospel can change anybody, motivate or transform anyone who would obey the gospel. As I said, the gospel should be preached first. And it is our responsibility. India School of Evangelism was established and converted many denominational preachers and baptized the whole congregations in several occasions in many parts of Andhra Pradesh. Through the school, we trained men and women, and I am glad to announce that most of them are faithful to the word, and faithful preachers, working in their areas. And I baptized and trained a brother, a man called Enosh, in the in the school. And now he is working with two congregations in Krishna district. After a couple of years he came to me and he said, Brother Lincoln, you don't know my past life. I was a magician and I was a sorcerer also. I was involved in human sacrifice in the jungle areas between Andhra Pradesh and Chhattisgarh because it is a hill area. So he's, I was not shocked, but because he is transformed and he is working with the Lord, I am glad he shared his uh, experience, but he is not like that. We praise God for him. And that's how the India School of Evangelism is resulting many lives to bring more souls for the extension of the Lord's Church. I trained an young man called Aparav. He's a son of a preacher. He had the opportunity to teach in Dubai School of Preaching for three years. Now he came back to India and he has three con- two congregations in that village. And I also baptized a treasury officer his name is jay pantaya long back he was matured and he also baptized by john wesley he is a teacher government teacher both are matured and they learn to love others especially love the work of the lord now they are grown up to be the elders along with me in the church at Eluru, Central Church, since 2015, July. And my two sons are also graduated for a short time, one year period. They had a break. I gave them a break in their education because I want them. I don't know when I die, but I want to see my children know the truth and be able to preach the gospel. For that reason, my oldest son and my youngest son, they both took uh, one-year one year, uh, education and training in the India School of Evangelism. And of course, my oldest son is now doing his master's course in Manchester, UK. And his branch is cyber security. They have offered him a job because of his branch, but he rejected. He said, I want to go back to India, I want to be a preacher because there is a lot of God's work, I need to take care of that. So that's the transformation is coming in the lives of the people. The gospel can change any nation or any person. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. Some of the Jews were stumbling block to the gospel, but unto us, to, uh, to those who believe and accept the gospel of Jesus Christ, it has the power of God through the preaching of the gospel. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. But we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, or being transformed onto the same image from glory to glory, just as by the inspiration and Spirit of the Lord. My dear brethren, as Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 58, that we need to be steadfast in well-doing for the glory of god which is the god and lord's church in first john chapter 2 it says we shall all be like him like jesus we shall see him as he is and that will be the graduation of our glory when we complete our race In Lord Jesus. So I encourage you in 2022 that we have great responsibility to take the gospel. Some of you may not be able to go as we go in different places, but through your prayers and through your financial support, you can send others because just now we sang The harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. And of course, in India, even the Hindu people are converted every day. So the people are receptive to the gospel. So I had the passion, even though I have different uh, works to do, like construction, Bible school, Agape children, and whatever it may be. I don't want to skip uh, going and preaching the gospel. That's my passion. I learned that from my childhood. I can't give up. So I think you would understand me. So I want to take part, like what Paul had to say, Woe unto me, if I preach not the gospel. He was poured like a water for Jesus' sake. I want to take part in him are with that mission. And I encourage you that we all, as children of God, we have the same mind and same zeal to reach the lost in the world and also be blessed by the gospel that we have within us and that we may may grow from faith to faith. At this time, I invite you to come to Jesus Christ, by accepting the gospel of Jesus Christ. Those who have not been baptized, I invite you, without the gospel, you cannot be saved. Without the blood of Jesus Christ, no one can see see God. So God's invitation is to everyone, so those who want want to become Christians, You are welcome to come forward i appreciate you i thank you for all your uh, patience and with whole heart and with our uh, congregations we thank you one and all for your love and support for the work in india thank you so much